What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the We Got Now podcast. I'm a little disappointed. Looking over at Maggie, she did not <laughs> join me this week. I in the, a little bashful, didn't I? Yeah, the We Got Now. Uh, it is, it's been a good morning. We've been meeting a lot about fall retreat. We have fall retreat coming up soon. If you're a, a student listening to this, there's still time for you to sign, sign up. up for fall retreat. Uh, what's your favorite youth event that we do, Maggie? Mm, that is hard to say. Yeah. I like the kickball slip and slide, but mm-hmm. I guess I'm supposed to say fall retreat since that's what you like. <laughs> no, 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 no. You do not have to say fall retreat. <laughs> fall retreat is definitely a good one. Yeah. It's my top three, yeah. I think. I mean, teaching-wise, worship, getting away, it's great to like get away from distractions, have a time where you yeah. can just like put up your phone, be with your small groups, yeah. get really good teaching. Yeah. I love fall retreat. Yeah. I just, I love them all. Yeah. So I picked the one with the only non-teaching event, the kickball slip and slide. No, it doesn't. (laughs) I love kickball slip and slide because Chase really doesn't breach. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't think you're this loser. I'm 100% (laughs) kidding. I I love them all equally. I think my favorite is probably, number one is probably Snow Cross. Yeah. I mean, so if if you're familiar with Snow Cross, it's our high school only event. The topic is always singleness, dating, and so just... Just a fun topic to talk about, right? And obviously, we get to snowboard, ski for an entire day. It's fun. You like mm-hmm. you like snowcross quite a bit. Oh, I love snowcross. Yeah, I'm just now thinking about changing my answer to snowcross. I think recently though, the mission trips. I've, uh, like yeah. even Chicago. I wasn't like two years ago. My first time there wasn't so like super pumped to go, yeah. but now like I look forward to going next yeah. year. So shout out to Chicago. Jason Stuckey, if you listen yeah, to this, shout out it. to Jason, shout out to Pastor Jonathan. Uh, we, we love, love Chicago. Chicago. A whole lot. And our students love Chicago, which is just like a Amazing. blessing. This would be one thing, like, yeah. we can't wait for Chicago, but we have, you know, 40 students who cannot Pumped. wait to go back to Pumped Chicago. To so, but. No, that's super good. Uh, we're glad you joined us for another episode here. Uh, this episode, what we want to do is kind of identify what uh, what some common Gen Z idols are, and hopefully be able to explain why those idols will not lead you anywhere good, but instead Jesus is infinitely better than whatever idols that uh, that that we have, and we all have idols, mm-hmm. and we all need to search our hearts regularly. And I would also like to preface with yeah. this. By definition, I am also Gen Z, so I'm, I'm not just saying, yes. "Hey, these are we look we yes. see this generation younger than us." Yes, absolutely. No, these are things that my generation great point struggle with. Yes, like, I have struggled with. I yeah. sometimes still do struggle with. So yes, not to look down on the for sure. No, <laughs> no it's, that's a great point. I, I am also Gen Z. I'm at the very top tier. Like, I could no claim. Way, you're Gen Z. I promise you, I am 26. <laughs> I thought I was the top yeah. tier. No, 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 no. Born born at I'm the like very the end of 1996. I've been back for three years. Like, that senior yeah, that's senior who's like you, 24. That's me, yeah. Like, why are they still in yes. high school? That's how I feel. No, yeah, no, that's, that's good. We are both Gen Z. Like, they're like, yeah. yeah, I promise. I'm very, very end in 1996 when I was born. I think I could technically, like, claim either. Yeah. But I think this generation Sometimes is way Sometimes I have to so. text the girls I'll lead and be like, what does this mean? <laughs> what does this acronym mean? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. is it still cool to say this? What yes. is Riz? <laughs> like, Riz. And then I feel really dated. Yeah. You could ask them. That means you're not Riz. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's how you say it either. Uh, clearly, I'm not Riz. 
<laughs> that's great. That's great. So we'll get into some common Gen Z idols. And again, to Maggie's point, these are these are idols that that twenty year olds, twenty six year olds like me. Nothing um, profound. It's... Right. Just is not. We're not reinventing the wheel here. But but first, I do think it's probably important that we just define what an idol is, what mm-hmm. idolatry is. Uh, you want to take a take a stab at that? You want me yeah, to lead it off? I would off? say it's simply like worshiping creation over creator. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, we see in the Old Testament, it's golden calves. It's the pagan idols. We yeah. see now it could be relationships. It could be friendships, which I'm, I guess I'm getting a little ahead of myself talking That's about how we yeah. flesh that out. But it's yeah. simply things that the Lord has created. And a lot of times, most of the times, good gifts that the Lord has created mm-hmm. us but we place them over the creator and worship so them instead. So good. And Paul speaks directly on that in Romans, Romans 1. 1. I, yeah, and I, I obviously totally agree. believe that is exactly what idolatry is. I, I like to think of it, we had a, a series in the spring. We preached through the Ten Commandments. And, of course, the first commandment is you shall have no other gods before me. I think you could define idolatry as very simply anything that you put before God mm-hmm. is an idol. Uh, there's a... A uh, singer, his name is Jimmy Needham. Have you ever heard of Jimmy Needham? He's it's a he, cool name. Yeah, no, he's a super cool name. And he's a really good artist. He has Jimmy a song Needham, Needham like N E E D H A M Needham. Okay. Uh, he has a song. It's called "Clear the Stage," and in that song, he says, "Anything I put before my God is an idol," and he says, "Anything I love with all my heart is an idol." And so I think that's like a really good definition of idolatry. Anything that is created. That, that God created, that we put above him, our creator, that is an idol. And we all have idols. Sometimes they're very small. Sometimes they're hidden, secret. But we want to expose those. Right? I think like it's important to remember it's not actually the idol that's bad itself, but it's that's our right. hearts, 100%. our hearts worship. Yeah. So it's everything, misdirected worship. Yeah, everything we're about to maybe mention is some common Gen Z idols. It's a great point there, Maggie. It's like, they're not bad. Okay, so so for instance, one one idol that um, I see is common in Gen Z certainly is common. Like people my age is, is sports, just a very common one. Sports are not bad. I love sports, but it can easily become an idol. Um, and, and here's the thing: if we make sports an idol, uh, that idol because it's not God, because it's created, because it was never meant to fulfill us, is only going to lead to brokenness at some point in time. Right, maybe it's we don't make our our team as a high schooler, maybe or it's our idols team crushed. Gets beat by. <sighs> yes, you know. they al- they get beat by Texas, and then they <laughs> almost get beat by South Florida. Almost. I wasn't even gonna bring this up, but yeah, you're you're <laughs> I crimson tide. I saw. I started <laughs> yes. to retreat. But, but if if Alabama was an idol for you, that would have really hurt you, right? But yes. I think I'm you're able fine. to kind of. I'm fine. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I don't think there's things that I struggle with. I don't. Yeah. Idolatry. Idolatizing? Idolatry, yeah. Ado- how do you say that? Idolatizing? Oh, sure, I like Tricing. it. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> but great. Alabama football. Yeah. Might be some, but <laughs> it was. it is cool. I did just listen to a David Platt um, bit talking about, like, if you were, f- like, from a different country and you were to come to mm. America, come to maybe, like, he said, Birmingham, Alabama, where he was preaching at the time, yeah. or he was pastoring at the time, and you were to come Sunday mornings and you see people who are kind of groggy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they stand up for worship. They're kind of half singing. They sit down. They keep their heads down. They get in there. Then dart out as soon as it ends. Yeah. But then you wait around till mm-hmm. next Saturday and you decide to go to 
an Alabama football game. You yeah. decide to go to a sporting event where you're watching, you know, a bunch of 18 to 22-year-olds <laughs> throw a ball around, and mm-hmm. you see people tailgating and fellowshipping That's and right. cheering and screaming, and even after going to, like, after parties, yeah. it's, like, hit, like, joining together and just, like, how you would think. And then you were to ask that person, like, this culture, mm-hmm. what do they worship? It would seem like their worship and their affections oh, yeah. are centered around sports. And That's I think right. it's so true, whether yeah. it's the Birmingham, Alabama football, Absolutely. or our own sports, our kids' sports are, yeah. like, trying to make the team yeah. our own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see it, like... When I was a high schooler, 100% was idolizing sports. And, and we see this, right? Like sports is a common idol in Gen Z. What's, what's one that you would list as another common idol in Gen Z? I would say one big thing is, and you might just, you might hear this and roll your eyes, but I'm in the same boat as you, but phones. Like mm-hmm. we really idolize our phones. We feel like anytime we have a free second, anytime we're uncomfortable, anytime that we're just waiting for something, what do you do? You pull out your phone that's your go-to yeah um and through our phones I think there is like this idea of like connection and like you could maybe a crave connection Mm -hmm. through your phone crave image Mm -hmm. identity all these different things through your phones but like if we look at our screen times for the week versus like I've um my friend Ellen Robinson wrote this really good uh paper about like our time in the word versus our screen times. And yeah. it's so often I hear this. Mm-hmm. I have said this. You approach like someone who's pouring into you and you're like, man, I have not like, I've been struggling to find time to get in the yeah. word. Yeah. But let's, let's look at your screen time. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> let's look absolutely. at my screen time and see, oh, you've spent five hours a day mm-hmm. scrolling on TikTok. And yet you're saying you can't spend 15 minutes. That's right. Reading a psalm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the issue is never time when it comes to Bible reading. Yeah. It is always desires. It's yeah. always Commitment idolatry. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, that's a great one. So we got sports, we got phones. I'll list another one. I, I think um, just like relationships, speaking specifically on like boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, and again, like I get it. I've been in high school. I think, and this goes into even like marriage relationships, right? Like we find our identity in a significant other, we find our worth in a significant other, we worship the altar of relationships. Like, I think a lot of Gen Zers believe, hey, if I'm not in a relationship, then something's wrong with me. And so I need a relationship to be happy. I need a relationship, yeah, to be fulfilled, to feel loved. Like, that is definition textbook. That is an idol if that is our approach on relationships. And listen, like, I love relationships because I was in one and now I'm married, right? Relationships are good things, (laughs) but they're not God, right? They're terrible gods to make a a God out of a girlfriend. Here's the word again. Uh Idolatrized. Idolatrized. (laughs) I don't know. We'll look it up later. I idolize. Oh my gosh. That's so (laughs) simple. Idolized. My relationship like with Trevor, dating, marriage, maybe even. And then, okay, our wedding day happens. I'm going to shortly realize that okay, yes, it is a beautiful gift from God, Mm -hmm. but it is not God, and he's not going to satisfy me. And And that might be evident, you know, 12 hours after, you know. For sure. And if if you try to allow or push your significant other to satisfy you, that puts an immense amount of pressure on them that they mm -hmm. can't handle. Because Trevor and Caitlin are not God. God is God. And so... The same goes even with dating. 
Yeah, absolutely, 100%. And so that's just another common idol I see in Gen Z. You want to list maybe one or, or two more? Yeah, I think individuality, yeah. too. Um, I do think in, with technology and just we see branding, brand yourself, different styles, trends are, like, so widespread and quicker than they've ever been before because of technology. I think, like, we have so many different things, like, just to that we can access, like personality tests, like we even talked about Enneagrams a little bit ago, like how you, like what you identify mm-hmm. yourself as, what's your style, what's your mm-hmm. brand, mm-hmm. Um, you put a lot of weight in that, mm-hmm. and it's like the clothes that you buy, the your personality traits, mm-hmm. who you talk to, a lot of times it's very meticulous, because mm-hmm. you want to fit this yeah. image, and sometimes it could even be I'm different. I don't have. I'm not in a clique. I'm an outsider. But yeah. you're even. I I know there's the trope, but like um, uh, I'm not like other girls. That mm-hmm. trope, <laughs> but like all of these are still mm-hmm. different identities yeah. that we're investing, yeah. like our money, Absolutely. our time, our thought life in. And again, like yeah. if it's anything other than like a saint, a follower yeah. of Christ, That's like right. it is gonna lead you empty. Yeah, that's good. And I, and I think I could just tie a bow on it by adding like. Um, popularity appearance i think i think we want so bad to fit in even if that means in some cases working hard not to fit in so that we can be unique so that Mm -hmm. we can be our own self i I think so badly uh, maybe the most prominent gen z idol is just that desire to please man um but man again makes a poor god friendships relationships all these things they're great uh, like being unique groups. is great. Yeah, it's great yeah. to have friend groups, but it, or friends. But then, as soon as we, then we get yeah. division and clickiness. Yes, that's right. And so, anything—the whole point is anything that we put before God, love more than God, worship over God—that is idolatry. We all have idols, but it's our job uh, to recognize them, to repent of them. And so, hopefully, by listening to a couple, you know, maybe maybe we listed one of your idols. Maybe there's one that that we didn't list, but discern your heart. But I think the point of the whole podcast is not just to list, hey, here's everything. We got idols here, idols there. But I think the point listeners need to hear is why these idols aren't worth pursuing and why Jesus is. Um, And so what what would you say to the listener, Maggie? Why is Jesus infinitely better than whatever idol they could fashion with their hands? I think it's just a matter of what you're worshiping like leads you to worshiping Mm -hmm. Christ like is we could tell you like over and over again he is so much better that he leads to life but like let's look at okay what does I don't like I don't trising tizing oh my goodness (laughs) you you had it earlier we're gonna look it up there's no way oh well I did have it I forgot it but like these different idols they lead to death I love Mm -hmm. like psalm one fifteen um, four talks about like their idols are merely things of silver and gold shaped by human hands. They have mouths but cannot speak. They have eyes but cannot see. They have ears but cannot hear and noses but cannot smell. They have hands but cannot feel, feet but cannot walk, and throats that cannot make a sound. Mm-hmm. And I love verse 8. It says, And those who make idols are just like them, as are all who trust in them. Talking about worshiping creation. Yeah. You're worshiping things that are not alive mm. things that are dead things yeah. that are going to lead to emptiness and what's the that's result right. you're going to be empty yeah. you are going you're leading yourself to death that's right which is like scary yeah that's <laughs> right they don't lead anywhere good yeah i would even you know maybe add 
you think about John chapter 4, Jesus speaking to the woman of Samaria there at a well, right? This woman, I think probably one of the idols in her life could be relationships. She's had multiple husbands. Jesus says the one you're with now isn't your husband. Yeah, like uh, acceptance, all, you know, she may have some idols. She definitely has some idols in her life. And they're at this well, and Jesus says to her, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But then he says this, whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. And so here's what I would tell Gen Z and anyone listening to this episode. It's like, man, these idols that we pursue, sure, drink of them. Drink them up and and see where that leads you. You're going to still be thirsty. Like, get in that relationship. Try to let that girl become your God. And then guess what? When it doesn't work out... Or when it does work out and you get married, you you can't be your God and you're going to constantly be thirsty. You're going to be searching for another idol. It's only going to disappoint you. It's only going to disappoint you. Which you hear over and over and over again. But it's so true. It is so true because what Jesus is saying, you can drink that water, sure. But you're going to be thirsty again. However, if you drink the water that he gives you, you'll never be thirsty again. And so if you run to the, the well of living water, if you drink from Jesus... Man, if you worship the one who is meant to be worshipped, who can fulfill you, can satisfy you, can give you joy, you'll never be thirsty again. And so it's just really a question of, man, do you, do you want to, do you want to be thirsty or do you want to be satisfied? Because idols will leave you thirsty, but Jesus and the will thing leave is, you satisfied. If you really have tasted mm-hmm. like Jesus, yes. the bread of life, the living water. I wonder right. how. Yes, we we struggle. We are there's still sin, and once Christ will come back, He will conquer sin, and yeah. this fight, this pressing on, will be over. But I do wonder if your life revolves around your sport, relationships, your friendships, your friend mm-hmm. groups, your how you like what you identify as, your appearance, your image, social media, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. If your life revolves around that. Like, have you really tasted mm-hmm. and seen Christ? That's right. That's right. Do you really understand what he has done for you? And do you yes. love the person yes. of Jesus Christ? Absolutely. Taste and see that the Lord is good. And once we've tasted that, man, like we're going to keep going back to the well that never runs dry. We're going to live mm-hmm. at the well that never runs dry. And so we hope and we pray that uh, just by by walking through a, a few common idols in Gen Z, listeners, you would just begin to recognize idols in your life. And me and Maggie would begin to recognize idols in our life. And we would work to repent of those and then seek after the one by faith who is the the well who never runs dry, Jesus Christ. We hope this episode was edifying to the church of Jesus Christ and glorifying to uh, God, the the God, uh, the creator God who was meant to be worshiped. Until next time. Peace. Adios. <laughs>